Welcome back to the Daily Hype Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Pollard, and every week I am bringing you five episodes to help you up-level your life, grow your business, if that's for you, and see the world a little bit differently. We are so happy to have you here, so let's get this started, shall we? Hey guys, welcome back to another business episode. I, as you know, love doing these because I feel like it's my way to give you free information. And some of you ask, like, why I give so much information away for free? And I'll be honest, it's because I have a pretty full client roster. So if I can't really add any clients to my roster, and if I'm doing fine with the clients that I have, then I might as well give it to you for free, right? So let's dive into it today. <clears throat> Excuse me, we're talking about business expenses. And uh, the reason I want to talk about business expenses is because some of you are driving me fucking crazy. <laughs> and I mean that with love. I mean it with so much love. Um, guys, like, go, oh my God, we have to dive into this. First of all, before we dive into this, you have to be tracking your numbers. I'm sorry, and I'm just going to be perfectly honest here. If you are not tracking analytics, numbers, rates, the different data in your business, you have a hobby. And that's perfectly fine. But don't act like you have a business, right? You have to be looking at the numbers. You have to be making business level decisions. You have to be thinking about the growth plan. You want to be thinking about ways that you want to build this. How do you amplify it in the future? Where are you now? Probably should have like drank water before we got on here. Um, But I want you and I need you to be tracking your sales. There are people who book strategy sprints with me so that we can go over their 12-month plan And I'll say, well, how much did you make last year? And they'll say, I have no clue. How much did you make last month? No clue. Guys, I'm not like, I know that I check all my numbers. If you want to go to my Instagram profile, you can go to the highlight CEO check so that you can see what I look at every single morning. Every day I start the day knowing how many podcasts were listened to the prior day. I know how many people visited my website, what web pages they visited, how long they were on the site, how many people opened my last email, how many people clicked it, what was clicked. I know everything from the numbers. If you asked me how much I did last month, I would be able to tell you to the penny how much we did last month. I could tell you how much we did yesterday and last week to the penny. So you have to know your numbers. Otherwise, you are making assumptions, not decisions. If someone says to me, yes, I made a decision to raise my prices to 2000 okay, why? Well, I just felt right. Okay, that's an assumption, not a decision. Just want to put that out there. Okay, now I'm rambling. My point here is that I want to come back to basics. Okay, so we're going to talk about business expenses because business expenses are a real thing, obviously. If somebody gives you $1,000, that is your revenue. If you pay $200, those are your expenses. Your profit would then be $800, right? The margin of that is $800. The margin percent of that would be 80%. How much of your profit do you get to keep? Or how much of your revenue do you get to keep as profit? These are all very general business terms. And if you're just starting out, maybe you don't know those things. And that's perfectly fine. That is perfectly fine. If you have been in business for a while, these are things you want to look at. Your revenue, your profit margin, your expenses, how much you're paying your team. And lastly, you have to be tracking your ROI. 
how much money are you making from the investments you're putting into your business, right? So for instance, somebody joined Square One Accelerator this last time and they spent $950. She made $8,600 by the end of the program, which means that she had a nine times return on her investment, which means that she made nine times what she spent, okay? So if she spent almost 1000 and she made almost 10000 she made almost 9000 I mean, she made nine times in revenue what she spent as her investment. So if you're hiring a website designer and your website looks like shit right now, I'm telling you right now that a good website designer is probably going to run you about anywhere from $3,500 to $6,500 depending on the level of work you need into it. And I'm telling you, you could literally pay $3,500 for a website. Spoiler alert, a lot of website designers allow you to pay over like 12 to 18 months. So you're really only paying like $200 or $500 a month, just so you know. Anyway, my point is you can sometimes pay $3,500 for a brand new website and get a $3,500 client out of it because it up levels your vibe. It creates a better experience. It makes you look more legitimate. Now, that does not mean that if you are an illegitimate business, a website will fix everything. The product still has to be there or else you're going to be exposed as a fraud in no time. Nobody wants that. So be tracking your ROI as well. Now, if you're still here, if you're still listening, um, let's go into the three things that I want to talk to you today about business expenses. One, we're going to be talking about expenses or gambles. What is the difference between a gamble and an expense? Two, we're going to be talking about pinching pennies, and we're lastly going to be talking about charging low prices. All things that I know are going to ruffle some feathers, so if you want to hear me go off on one, stick around. It's going to be fun. Okay, so the first one I want to talk about is taking a look at if your expenses are a gamble or an expense. I kind of dipped into this just now where I need you to pay attention to the return on your investment. This is why I call myself a consultant and not a coach. I am very invested in the results of your business. Coaches typically are there for support and accountability, and I'm not going to sit here and act like that that is invalid or wrong or unnecessary. It's totally valid, especially if you're the type of person who needs that level of accountability in order to stay present in your business. That's totally fine. The return on your investment would be that you're giving somebody $2,000 a month because it's helping you stay focused to hit your $10,000 a month, at which point in time that return might be worth the money you're spending. However, are you investing in people who are just taking your money and keeping you scared? Are you joining a group program and then they get you into the next group program and then they get you into the next group program and then they get you into the next group program and then they get you into the next group program? In my opinion, they're not promoting autonomy. You are not given the chance to fly solo. It's kind of like in the medicine industry. I don't even know if that's the right industry. You are, people make money from you being sick. There's a lot of coaches who operate that way too. They make money if you are scared, if you do not know how to lean on your autonomy, if you do not know how to work on your own. So on one hand, if it keeps you focused and it keeps you hitting those 10 to 20K months, then cool, go for it. However, Are you able to run your business on your own? Have you given yourself that chance? Can you fly solo? And if so, instead of paying somebody $2,000 to help you run your $10,000 business, you could just be running your $10,000 business. Is that possible? Have you tried that yet? So that's something that you want to think about. 
Um, the other thing is really taking a look at the experience of people. Do they have the kind of results you are looking for? I recently hired a brand designer for the products-based business that I'm launching in September. Ooh, coming soon. I'm so excited. Um, I mean, it doesn't feel like soon, but I promise you it feels very, 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 very soon to me. <laughs> September is like tomorrow with everything I have to get done. Um, so my point is that I hired a brand designer. And the reason I hired a brand designer is because there's just some things that I can't focus on with the brand because it is not getting 100% of my attention. If a brand designer has 100% of their focus on, let's build this thing out, let's build out this brand, let's create a an entire experience from this, she's going to be 100% focused on it and I need somebody to be 100% focused. Um... Now, I looked at everything that she had created, every other brand that she's worked on, every other brand that she has touched, and they all are high-performing brands led by women. So I knew that I felt like I was in good hands. I like the vibe that she's created. I like the uh, aesthetic that she typically leans on. So for me, I went with her for that reason. And I know that although I'm investing $5,000 into her, that this is going to create a brand that you can have a palpable feel to it, right? It's one of those, that's why I keep buying all these like really trendy brands and showing you guys. Everyone thinks that I'm launching a non-alcoholic beverage company. I'm not, even though I wish I was smart enough to think about that in advance. I know nothing about the beverage industry though. Um, I'm really just like finding really cool brands on Instagram and I'm ordering them because I want to see what their packaging and their branding experience looks like. So all of that to say, do you um, see an opportunity for what you are investing in to make you money? And I'm telling you, some of these tangible services are better than accountability because they're going to get you results. And I know that you might think like, well, if I'm not held accountable, I won't get results. I really think that some of you guys can actually fly solo, which is funny because People pay me for accountability, right? People pay me for um, helping them stay focused on their results. But I do think that there are some people who are just kind of scared to be on their own, and that's completely valid. Um, so, you know, a copywriter, that money's gonna come back to you fucking so fast. A website designer, that will come back to you so fast. Branding, that will come back to you so fast. Contracts, I can't even get into contracts on this call because that would be a completely separate conversation. Um, but even contracts, you know, I paid, I bought Nina's scale your business bundle for $1,500. I think it is. And I recently had a situation where a contract was disputed and they wanted about, you know, $2,500 for it. And my contract protected me. So right there (laughs) paid for the $1,500 contracts, right? So it's things like that where will the money actually come back to help you? Is the money actually making you money? And if it is not, you need to think about it, okay? The second thing I want you to think about is, oh my God, I'm about to like, I'm about to blow a gasket with this one. I cannot tell you, this is the number one thing that infuriates me. This makes me almost more angry than scam artist coaches who steal money from people and have no experience in business. But I actually think this makes me more angry. I get furious about this, okay? So I'm going to try to keep myself super calm, even though it drives me nuts. I don't even know how to get into this without getting so mad. Guys, I cannot tell you how disgusting it is to me to think that there are service providers asking for you to Venmo them for their services. That is foul behavior, 
in my opinion. And I understand that there's some industries that operate that way, but then you're, you're also a scam artist in a scammy industry. I would never be paying somebody money for a service via Venmo. It is so unbelievable to me how many people want to avoid the 2.9% money that is being taken from you with Stripe or PayPal. Like, you're really upset about 2.9%. Like, that is so insane to me to have a legitimized service. I, like, if you're listening to this and anyone asks you to Venmo them for your services, run the other way and honestly part of me is like report them because it is so fucking gross it is not only massively illegal but it is completely predatory anybody who asks you to venmo them for their services i swear to god does not give a fuck about you because you are not protected at all they can take the money and literally run and not show up for your services you can't dispute the charge you cannot have any sort of like I can't, even, I can't even talk about how disgusting it is. And there are people who fight me tooth and nail. I don't want to pay the 2.9%. I don't want to pay the 2.9%. Okay, so what you're saying to me is that if someone gave you $1,000, you would say, no, I'd rather keep my $30? Wait, is that right? 2.9% of 1000 Anyway, my, oh shit, I just knocked everything over. See, this is how mad I get. I get so mad about this. I think it is so disgusting, 2.9%. Yeah, $30. $30 of 1,000. That's what you're saying to me? So you'll give me $1,500 for my insight on your business and you're worried about 30? Get with it, guys. It is so unbelievable. So if you charge a $50 product and you are worried about 2.9%, that's $1.45? That's crazy. Are you buying Starbucks every day? Because that's a little bit more, you know, wild to me. You're literally going to poop your pants in 30 minutes. Like, let's be real. It makes me so mad. It is so infuriating. There were people in Square One Accelerator last time who insisted on doing it. And I told them, I hope they don't tell people that they came from my program. I absolutely do not stand by that. You do not have a legitimate service if you are not protecting your consumer. It is the most important thing. If you are showing up from a place of service, the first thing that you should care about is their money. They are giving you money for help, for help. They need help in their business, in their craft, in their in whatever it is, and they're trusting you to help them, and you're worried about $30? <sighs> Oh my God, it makes me so angry. I swear to God, please stop doing this. Sign up for Stripe, sign up for PayPal, or you are a fucking scam artist. That's the last thing I'm going to say about it. It is so disgusting to me that somebody would even suggest that the 2.9% is going to hurt their business. Someone said to me, it just hurts to see the $30 come out. Okay, then say no to 1000 That's it. Because I'm telling you, no serious, serious person who cares about it. And here's the other thing. You should not be giving money to someone who runs a business on Venmo. Your money is not protected. So you're telling me you care about your money so much, you're going to unprotect it by giving somebody money via Venmo? Because that's the other pushback I get. Well, other people also use Venmo in their business and I pay them that way. Then you don't give a fuck about your money. 
Sorry, but you don't. Oh my God. See, this is what happens. I'm a fire sign. <sighs> this is what happens when you get an Aries talking about business. Okay. I get really fucking mad about this. If you can't tell, I definitely get more mad about this than I get about scam artist coaches. Cause I can keep my cool when I talk about scam artist coaches. I cannot keep my cool about this. It is not fucking okay. It is not okay at all. And you guys might not think that this is a big deal, but when people are charging $1,500 a month to help you and they're saying, Oh, can you just like shoot me a Venmo? Like that is ugh, no fucking way. You're not a business. Sorry. Okay. I'm going to stop being a bitch. The next one is I want you to, I want to talk about charging low prices. And I know that there's like a lot of feedback about charging what you're worth, charging what you're worth, charging what you're worth. Here's the thing. Somebody asked me once, like, why are you charging low prices for your intensives? My intensives used to be $150. Why are, how can you, or no, I'm sorry. I had passive income products for $35. And I was saying, you know, charge $35, charge $35. And she said, well, oh my God, I have the hiccups. How can you justify charging? How can you justify charging $34 when you have so much experience in the fashion industry. You have so much business experience. How can you even justify charging $35? Aren't you worth more than $35? And what I said to her is, uh, yeah, I'm worth way more than $35, but I'm going to sell 50 of these a month, every month for a year, which will equal $21,000. And I'm definitely worth $21,000, that's for sure from one thing that I made passively and sold on my website continuously. That Instagram content machine, I get three orders a day on that pretty much consistently. Three orders a day at half the year, which would be 150 days. So I guess not three orders a day, but three orders every other day would be 450 sales at $27. That's $12,000. Uh, totally worth it to me, right? So in my eyes, let's go back to like... In charging low prices. So here's the thing. I have a branding designer who left Square One Accelerator and she's a freaking genius. She's insane. She's so good. And she was like, I'm were, I want to charge $5,000. And I said, well, nobody's talking about you. If you get in at $1,000, which is going to be painful, obviously, because it's like definitely lower than what you want. But when I started, my calls were $40. They're $450 now. I'm now where I deserve to be, right? But here's the thing. If you get in at that really, really, really low price, that thousand, that 50, like whatever it is for your service, right? I was doing $50 for a 40 minute call when I started. And the thing that's going to happen is that you get a lot of fucking people talking about you, a lot of people talking about you. And then you raise your prices. If you're a website designer, if you're in branding, if you're a copywriter, what I would recommend that you do just because there's a lot of people in my services who are those things. You charge $1,500 to get started. You charge $1,000 to get started, which in this field is like astronomically low for copywriting, website design, branding. You get a lot of people talking about you and then you jack it up to $3,500 when you've got 10 people kind of like buzzing about you if they're people who are actually talking about you. Okay, so now you've got a little bit more chatter. You get 10 to 15 people at the 35 and then you raise it up to five. In time, what happens is that in six months, you're going to be at that five to $7,500 level where you can kind of like coast for a little bit, maybe like six to 12 months. And then you're bringing in, you know, three to five people a month at 5,000. You're only doing three projects a month, maybe. 
and you're bringing in consistent revenue, but also all the monthly recurring revenue that you've built up from the past six months of the thousand and the thirty five hundred. So you have five thousand, you know, ish recurring revenue behind you, and you can kind of like chill. You can work a little bit less. You can offer retainer services. You can amplify your services and add more to them. You can add additional add-on services. You could bring in an associate, and that's where the magic happens. A lot of people don't want to charge money now or low money now because they're quote unquote not worth it. Your worth is not determined by your value, by the value of your services. You are worthy regardless and your experience is worthy regardless. But if people don't know, you're not worthy of it because what is worthy of high pricing is a line out the door. So your experience is not the thing in question here. The thing in question is how in demand are you? That is basic supply and demand. As demand goes up, supply goes down and the prices rise. Just like oil. When there's low demand, when there's no low supply of oil, the price is going to skyrocket because that is how that price relationship works. So if people do not know about your service, if you do not have people consistently asking about your service, and when I say consistently, I don't mean 10 people a day. I mean like every week you're having new conversations and onboarding new people. Not enough people know about you yet. The demand is not high enough where your supply is up for grabs right? For instance, this branding person who I'm speaking of, like she has a little bit of time right now, which means that she has supply and that demand is kind of low. When she can get that demand high because the price is really, really low, then she can jack up the prices and go to the next level, that 3,500, 2,500, 3,000, whatever it is. And then the same thing happens where, okay, so now the demand is kind of leveled out. You want that demand to skyrocket again. So you do a little bit more work you're able to jack up your prices again. And that's how that works. That's how I have fifteen dollars to $20,000 of recurring revenue every month is not because I've been charging that for a long time. It's because I started at $50 or $40 for 40 minutes and then I raised it to 100 and then I raised it to 150 and then I raised it to 250 and then 350 and now 450. And that price has raised consistently month after month after month. I'm now at a place where I feel really good about it. I'm definitely going to be raising them again pretty consistently, but mm, probably not in June. My point here is that charging low might seem like an astronomical blow to your ego. And what I say to people is that you can make that $5,000 now, but you're going to be fighting tooth and nail on it. You're going to get a lot of no's. You're going to have to be incredibly good at sales, or you could just put in a little bit of time do create the supply and demand, right? Create the demand for your product. And it is going to be the easiest five to $10,000 sale month after month after month after month where you can make, you know, a little bit more money right now, or you can make a great amount of money like in the future. You know, I think what I said to her was basically like, you know, you can, Make a little bit more money now or you can make a fuck ton of more money in three to six months. Um, And so that's what I want you to think about. It's like, get your ego out of this. Nobody is challenging that your experience isn't valid. Nobody is challenging whether or not you're good at what you do. Nobody is questioning that. No one's questioning if you have an education in this. What people want to know is, are you in demand? Everybody is always going to be interested in the thing that people want, right? That's why a new pair of sneakers drops at Supreme and everybody lines up for it. Why? Because they've generated demand. There's a demand now. 
and now they can charge crazy prices for a freaking brick, which is like insane. But my point here is, um, this is what I want you to think about when it comes to charging and when it comes to expenses. I understand that you guys don't want to undervalue yourself, but you're not going to do it for two years. You're going to do it for like three months and it probably will go unnoticed because the demand isn't there yet for your business. Okay. Create the demand behind the scenes before every fucking person is looking at you. When you get more buzz, jack them up again. When you get more buzz, jack it up again. But you have to be creating the demand. And if there is no demand, I don't know who the fuck gave you permission to raise your prices because people don't know about you. And that is what you want to create, chatter. You want to create the chatter around your business. So to sum up this violently angry podcast that I didn't even realize was going to be such a mess because now I'm mad about everything having to do with Venmo. The first thing I need you to understand are your analytics. I need you to understand the return on your investment. I need you to know that services are going to take you further than anything. Services can change your business. That $3,500 website is going to make you $3,500 as soon as humanly possible. It's going to blow your mind. Um, Are you gripping on to $3 at the loss of $100? Do you really think you're legitimate because you're charging, you're keeping your money on Venmo? One last thing, one last thing she says, okay? She's going off. The last thing here is that, what do you think your onboarding experience is gonna look like, Venmo people? Okay, so I'm gonna say, I'm interested in your services. I fill out an intake form. Here, sign this contract. It says that you're gonna do da 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 da. Great, and then what? You just have to like hope I Venmo you? There's no email to say, like, hey, click this button to purchase. There's no email reminder, hey, you haven't purchased yet. Like, You're also making your business so manual. Oh my God, I have to stop. My point is, legitimize your business. There will be no fucking human being who leaves Square One Accelerator thinking that it is astronomically, who is not gonna think it's disgusting to think that Venmo is a valid service charging system. Oh my God. If someone comes from me, just know that they've either gotten a harsh talking to from me or that they will not be stealing your money. But if somebody asks you to pay them via Venmo, I would run the other fucking way because they could steal it in a heartbeat and you are not covered. If you care about your money, legitimize it, okay? Cool. Last one is make sure that you are charging um, low at the beginning and then upping it as you create the supply or create the demand. Look at how frazzled I just got. I can't even think anymore. Um, The important thing is that You want to make sure that the demand is what your focus is. Like your ego could be fragile, but your business is definitely what's going to be upping your ego. Your ego is going to feel really fucking good when you have consistent months of $20,000 because you've grown into it and you're not charging $20,000 automatically. It also really helps with imposter syndrome. A lot of times people are like, I'm experiencing imposter syndrome. And I'm like, okay, well, what's your experience? And they're like, well, I don't really have any experience. I'm like, okay, well, it's because you're an imposter. I hate to break it to you. So get experience. Charge $100 while you're getting experience. If you're experiencing imposter syndrome, one, we can either talk through it because there's definitely potential that uh, you have some feelings of just fear around launching, maybe what people think, etc. Um, or judgments about the industry that you're joining, or maybe you just like need some testimonials to show that you're actually creating a change, 
or you're an imposter. Get some fucking experience. Are you lacking experience? Because that's a potential, right? Gain more experience and then charge more money. Gain more experience and then charge more. Not even experience. Gain clients and then raise your prices. Gain more clients and then raise your prices. Gain more clients after that, raise your prices again. That's how that works. If you don't have a line out the door, you do not have my permission to be raising your prices to astronomical prices. I'm sorry. I do not sign off on that. Um, okay. I should take a fucking nap because I'm a crabby bitch today, apparently. But hey, I keeps it real. You know, guys, I keep it real here. And I'm not like this with my clients on calls. And I think that's maybe my biggest fear about being this honest is that I don't want people to be like, damn, I'm never booking a call with you. And it's like, okay, well, I'm not really like this. I'm just like this because I'm walking around my apartment holding my phone recording a podcast. You know what I mean? I just don't want you to think that it's okay to charge via Venmo. That's all. Okay. Hope you're having a great day. And I guess I'll just be over here being mad about people who want to keep $30 instead of make a thousand. Okay. That's all. Bye. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Have you guys checked out the new website? Because it's pretty legit. Not only are we offering all these new services where we will run your launch, we can create a business plan with you, we have a membership launching, but the coolest thing about the new website, in my opinion, is our quiz. The quiz gives you fully built out business plans. It gives you podcasts made specifically for you where you are in your level of business. It gives you deep dives into how you may be feeling, a special letter from me. It's honestly one of the best things to do because you're going to find your archetype, that person that you are right now in entrepreneurship, what your focuses need to be, etc. Literally wrote you a plan for exactly where you are and for what you need to be doing. Everybody's filling it out and it's so, so, so much fun. And I'm really excited to see what your archetype is. So make sure to take the quiz, tag me in your stories to let me know which one you are so that I can celebrate you at every stage of business that you're at. I can't wait to see. And that's a wrap on the Daily Hype podcast for today. I hope that you enjoy this and I hope you come back for more. Thank you guys so much, by the way, for the reviews. That is so big for a podcast. And listen, if you're not reviewing, at least you're sharing this with your friends. You're telling me that you love this. You're putting this on Instagram. It means the world to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we will see you next time.